morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thank you for downloading Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue 103. We're going to cut to the chase because we got the second part of our mystery adventure to finish, which is why there's no trailer at the beginning, because any of the cool lines I wanted to use were spoilers. So we're not doing that. We're just going to cut right to it. So our cast includes yours truly, Blind Geek, as the Game Master, Dirk as Henry Palmerdale, Manissa as Shay, and Zofor as Bessie the Whip. So without further ado, grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage, sit back, relax, and enjoy Monkeys Took My Jetpack issue number 103, Justice Part 2. Instead of making it easy for you and recapping, what do you guys remember from the last session, which was a few weeks ago now, just in case listeners are like, why in the hell don't they remember more about what they just played? I remember the GM was a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's par for the course. <laughs> I mean, that's in the job description. Yeah, exactly. Well, I remember we got into a brawl in the bar room. Mm-hmm. And that was broken up by the sheriff firing his rifle into the ceiling. Yep. And then Hack and Mavis Fontaine was coming into town, brother and sister, coming to town looking to get their other brother, Dell, out of jail. And Dell was in jail because he theoretically shot the blacksmith in the back before he fixed his horseshoe. Next. That's just sloppy. You should always wait till after the blacksmith fixes your horseshoe before you kill. I mean, yes, and we were suspicious because the sheriff's answers didn't quite mesh with the evidence and what other people said. So we were going to go up to the cemetery and dig up the body and check it out for ourselves. Sometimes we have exciting and the sheriff had just buried him behind yeah, behind the blacksmith's office. Yeah. Right. Which made us even more suspicious. Dell said he was meeting with other people about robbing the bank at the time of the shooting, but he wouldn't tell us who or where. Or where. And the deputy was gonna feed Dell from the bad food place and was trying to send us to the good food place. Ah uh, yes. I didn't write down either food place, though. So. <laughs> well, the good food place was the hotel at which you are staying or are going to stay. I don't remember whether you had actually gotten rooms there or not. Frankly, it wasn't really that important. If you want rooms there, you're going to get them. If you don't, you won't. It's not like a big plot point or anything, as far as I'm concerned. But that's where the Millie's is the good food place, and Jasper's is the bad food place. According to the sheriff and the deputy. Right. And there was the whole thing about the mask marauder, which I, I don't know whether the timeline is confusing because I don't remember, or whether it was because we had conflicting timelines about when the mask marauder was active and whether that was locally or whether that was in Texas or both. Or You know, um, is Virtue City in Texas? I would think no. This is this is. I I, okay. Here's a problem. I was trying to figure out something which I can't reveal yet. It's either in Texas or Arizona, but I can't remember which one I settled on. So if I mentioned it in the last session and we find out that I got it wrong, you mentioned people coming from Texas. Yeah. Okay. Then it's then it's Arizona. Okay. Yeah. Also, we stopped to look at the sheriff's horse, but I can't remember. Were we checking a shoe or seeing if he had all his bullets? You know, we looked at the shoes on the sheriff's horse and I think the deputy's horse, too. And I can't remember what the results of that were. I think the deputy needed a horseshoe, too, because we told him that, oh, crap, (laughs) Shay was a (laughs) good job, good blacksmith. Yes. Yes. Note to self, need to find other things to be wrong with horses (laughs) because the shoe thing is getting a little bit old. Other reasons to see a blacksmith. Right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you need rings for your barrel. And so we made plans to meet him the next morning. In my defense. So I can put the new shoe on. In my defense, I figure replacing horseshoes is something that had to be going on a lot in that time. And I believe Chester did say something about his shoe was fine at the time, but now he's annoyed because he could use a change and now they have no blacksmith, which is why the idea got brought up 
that she could do it. Which also conveniently <laughs> gives us access to the scene of the crime. Right. I don't know about this convenience of which you speak. <laughs> it's a town. It has things in it. <laughs> okay, so as we were leaving the session, I believe it was getting close to evening time, and you had planned on going to eat at... Uh, I think you had said Millie's, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. That was what had been recommended to you by Chester and Sheriff Rigby. Everyone was pushing Millie's on us, which makes me suspicious, of course. Wow. Yeah. Uh, see, when You're somebody too- recommends a nice place to me, I'm just like, thank you. Oh, you poor naive soul. <laughs> yeah, but I've had a lot of good food. That's never how it works in the story. Well, I really don't want to role play a meal. So if you guys are going to eat, we'll just cut past that. But I don't want to, again, railroad your characters. I think we might ask people around as we're settling in for dinner and get conversation with some of the locals. Okay. To get an idea of, did anybody hear a shot? And if you don't mind, uh, at the risk of being a poor game master, instead of going through all these encounters individually, yeah. where I, I'm just going to assume you're talking to different people and you yeah. can ask the questions and I will answer them. We see the montage. Right. Uh, okay. There you, yes, exactly. Okay. So I heard a gunshot, but I didn't think much of it at the time because we get all kinds around here and hearing a gunshot, it's not I'm, I wouldn't say I'm accustomed to it, but it isn't as long as it's not close to where I am. I don't play it that much mind. Single gunshot. Uh, come to think of it, I, I think maybe it was. Yeah, I didn't hear it very loudly, sir. It was more like I, I, it woke me up, but I didn't hear anything else. And so I went back to sleep. So I, I, I think it was a single, but I wouldn't swear to it on a stack of pancakes or anything like that. So it was in the middle of the night? It was in the evening. I don't remember exactly what time it was. I, I had finished my chores for the day, but I don't have a set bedtime. No, not a big strong man like you. <laughs> you do what you want, I'm sure. Well, that, that's right. The beautiful thing about this country of ours is freedom. Not have to do what other people tell you. You can do what you want. Hell it! Give me another. Uh, I'm out of intelligent questions, sir. So if you want another beer. And I guess talking to people, just try to get an idea of what people thought of the blacksmith and the sheriff and, you know, get an idea of just what the. Um, the local idea, locals think. Nobody has anything bad to say about Hank Potter. Now, whether that's because he is dead or because they legitimately just... It doesn't seem like that's why, though. I mean, one woman tells you about how he made a music box for her child for his fifth birthday, and he didn't even know that was something a blacksmith could do. And People are really happy with Sheriff Rigby. They say that the town was in pretty sad shape before he came along. And in fact, some people were thinking about pulling up stakes and heading somewhere else because it was getting so bad. But uh, he came along about 10 years ago and cleaned up the town. He met his wife there, whose name is Eleanor, in case anybody had any doubt. People are still in shock that the blacksmith is dead. It being a small town, there are not a lot of people who have very many good things to say about <laughs> about Del Fontaine, and it is pretty much presumed that he is guilty, even though one is supposed to believe innocent until proven guilty, and this, they are taking the word of the sheriff, by and large. Does anybody know anything or heard anything about this masked marauder? They have heard of him. He hadn't been around these parts so what they had heard was very much rumors or gossip but it was about 10 years ago 10 11 years ago somewhere in there that he was at all relevant to anything the last person who had been asking about him was hank would that get you well shot which which hank (laughs) oh uh hank Hank Potter. potter or hank Fontaine. Potter. Hack Fontaine. Oh, right, right. I did not realize I had put Hack and Hank in the same adventure, so that was my bad. But Hack Fontaine is Dell's brother. So is it pretty much the whole Fontaine clan that people don't like, or just poor, innocent Dell? <laughs> well, you go with the company you keep. The Fontaines had a pretty well-established gang for a while, but they couldn't make anything stick. Uh, they got driven out of town. Um but uh, I lost my thought. Hold on. Sorry. This never happens to streamers on Twitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they don't really have a lot of fondness for Hack or Dell. They don't know that much about Mavis. But again, you go with the company you keep. So if she was really a decent woman, why would she be associating with them, even if they are her siblings? 
just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem like the good Christian thing to do. Associating with your brothers. Yeah, I can see how <laughs> that's yeah. not Christian. <laughs> not when your brothers are like that. Not when your brothers are criminals. You don't. You say criminals, but you also said nothing ever could be stuck to them. So how do we know they're actually criminals? Well, it's not that we didn't see them do anything. They just go into hiding and they were never able to be found. And then they'd show up. Where's their hideout? Who knows? Do they have property in this area? Uh, Not that I know of. Is there an abandoned mine shaft somewhere nearby? (laughs) No, that was your last adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Old abandoned ranch house, caves. This is the desert. So depending on how far they wanted to go, they could have a hideout on the salt flats, I suppose. But nobody goes there because why would you? Because nobody goes there. Well, I'm just a sod buster. I don't go in for trying to track down varmints. That's what we have a sheriff for. What sod are you busting in the desert? It's a figure of speech. (laughs) Um. So was it the sheriff that ran the Fontaines out of town, or was it the town that ran the Fontaines out of town? Or how long ago were they driven out of town? I honestly don't recall. That was before I came to town. I just know about it kind of secondhand. It's sort of been the talk lately. Come to think of it, it might have been the sheriff. You get your food. Millie's serving up fried chicken and biscuits. It's good eating. They had that right. Well, at least they didn't steer us wrong on where to eat. But I'm still suspicious of them not wanting us to go to Jasper's at all. Well, maybe we have to go there after we finish eating. Yeah, we can go to Jasper's for dessert or a nightcap. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, you, you're welcome to do what you want. But if you're thinking of getting a nightcap and getting some sleep, I'd stay away from Jasper's dessert. You might wind up with a sour stomach. About the only thing he's good for is coffee, and if his son's in town, he makes a pretty mean flapjack, but other than that... Words, we go there for breakfast. <laughs> if you were going to go there, that's when I would go, yes, says an inconspicuous town person who remains nameless. Does Jasper serve liquor or just food? Uh, I think he might have a little bit of liquor in the back, but I mean, he that's not his main stock and trade. That's what we got, the ye old hunting tavern over there which, as you may or may not recall, was the saloon where this whole thing started. Uh, Ye old Huntsman Saloon. I'm sorry, not Ye old Hunting Tavern. But we got some nice exercise. <laughs> so that's where most of our liquor can be had. Jasper's is more of a cafe than a saloon. Gotcha. Ain't even that good a cafe. I don't know why he's still in business. I keep telling him to try to find a different line of work, and he just laughs and refills mm-hmm. my coffee. So it's a good coffee place. Well, no, but sometimes, <laughs> depending on where you're working, that's the best coffee you can get on the way. Some people like it. Some people are coming to his defense. Oh, I think that coffee's pretty good. But nobody's saying, my God, it's all like, oh, I think it's 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 okay. There's nothing wrong with his coffee. Yeah, if I need to clean my gun, I'll take it to Jasper's to clean it. Hey, that's my kind of coffee. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I couldn't tell if I had drunk coffee or if I was face down drinking mud from a puddle, for God's sake. How does he serve his coffee? Oh, he's joshing. He serves it in cups like anybody else. So are there like anybody who's regular of Jasper? There are a few. Oh, I eat there pretty frequently. In fact, the only reason I'm here is because uh, he doesn't seem to be open tonight or at least he's not letting anybody in so i came here because it's uh he's a lot cheaper than millie's here aha uh-huh. she's got these nice cloth napkins and this place settings and stuff and they take all that and they put it right back on you yes and how does she afford to get all these nice napkins and place settings and stuff i don't know and she comes by passing some plates out and she says good clean living sugar or that's how good clean living amen sister <laughs> Okay, so now I'm thinking we do need to go look at Jasper's. If he's not letting anybody in, that's too suspicious. So shortly after a murder. Yeah. Okay, well, do you want to make your apologies, say your goodbyes, and get over to, <laughs> to Jasper's? Well, I'm after we uh, finish our meal and pay our tab. Okay. Yes, let's eat first. Definitely finish our meal. Okay, and it's a good meal to finish. Can't we just charge it to our room? Yeah, we- 
We can some do. Like, yeah, some establishments will let you do that. Some won't. Uh, yeah. You, I mean, it's not like you're paying with a credit card, so you're paying for the room when you get the room. Well, there goes that plan. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be difficult. I'm just thinking. Mean, that that is more of a thing where you have a credit card, so you. It's all good. I was just having fun. Oh, okay. And then we can deck out of town without paying the hotel. Now, now, we're trying to run a clean operation here. Unless they really <laughs> piss us off, then we take everything. Wow. I know. Aren't we great? <laughs> hey, we've worked hard for that money. We don't want to just be giving it away to people. Precisely, sugar. You're talking about like a dollar for two, <laughs> for three dinners. Those are hard what? block dollars. <sighs> I'm thinking maybe we could try something clever to smoke out the uh, the murderer. We do the old that uh, we've discovered evidence of who the real murderer is, and then they'll have to come after us. Ooh, yeah, I like it. Especially if you say where the evidence is and set a trap for them. I do so enjoy being bait. The bigger the bait, the bigger the fit. Are you calling me fat? No, I'm just saying we all make good bait. They can't resist. But you said we were big. I would never say that. You're voluptuous and beautiful just the way you are. I need to hear that. Okay, wait. Are you all, are, you, are we in character or out of character at this point? What did you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you have discussed doing several things, so I'm just curious which way you want to go. You talked about going to the blacksmiths to dig up the body. You were talking about going to Jasper's to check that out. And I think there was one other thing, but I can't remember what it was. So to bed, to sleep. Oh yeah, to bed, to sleep. Well, Jasper's closing out unexpectedly. I think we need to go check that out, and then we'll come back and get some sleep. Okay, yeah, because it is getting late. It's I would say it's dark by this point. Oh my goodness. Well, good thing we work well in the dark. Some of you more than other. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just you know Bessie makes no bones about that, so I I figure. Okay, so you get directions on how to get to Jasper's. In fact, you may have already seen it in your exploration of the town. Well, these desert towns usually ain't that big, you know. No, it's not. So we're going to go to Jasper's and see if we can look in the windows or listen through a crack or something and see what's going on while he's closed the place down for the night. Okay, you ride up to the building, like most buildings in this area. It's a wooden building with a hitching post out there. There are no horses currently on said hitching post. Could they have hitched the horses somewhere else and then came on foot so nobody would notice the horses there? I don't know. Lights on inside? Uh, no. Hmm. Somebody make a perception. Not literally. I know that's not one of the attributes in this game, but... So mine... Mind would work, and if you have any careers involving tracks. Okay, I'm rolling two die, right? Yep, and nine or greater succeeds. Okay, well, I got a two in mind and a two for shaman, so that's an extra four. Right. Thirteen. Okay, well past the difficulty there. You notice that although there's nobody there now, and this may be something that was stupid to have you roll for because it might be plain to see, there are tracks leading away from here. So somebody was here. Yes. Do we know how many somebodies by the tracks or at least an estimate? I mean, one person, five people? I would say four or five. We follow them and see where they went. That sounds like the plan. Did we try the door? No. <laughs> you just walked up and saw the tracks and are leaving again. Oh, we can try the door. Bess, you want to, honey, you want to see if that door is locked? I don't know why I have to do everything. Fine. I'll flounce up to the door and give it a this, pull. I'm sure they would be a lot more pleased to see you. <laughs> yes, they might not shoot her. Yeah. I'll knock on the door and say, Yoo-hoo, coming in, and then I'll try and open the door. Bessie, even or odd? Even. The door is locked. I'm going to check under the welcome mat for a key. And the door frame, too. Up top, a lot of people leave the keys there. Oh, thank you, Shay. Hey, you do not find a key. No ceramic frog? <laughs> <laughs> you do find a suspicious looking garden gnome, but uh, no, no, I'm kidding. It's <laughs> callback. What the hell is that ugly thing doing here? Want to give me the lock and go in and see what we find? I mean, it's not like it's broad daylight. Can you pick a lock, Henry? Well, I think his years of living in the city, he might have picked up a thing or two. I've never had a call to before, but I'm sure I could figure it out. You can borrow one of my little old hairpins if you like. Okay, yeah, you can try that. I'm going to give you a penalty die because you do not have the proper tools. 
to do this, but it is entirely possible it's not exactly Fort Knox you're trying to break into here. He's got a hairpin. First out of three, then. Uh, yeah. Still, that's nine on the dice, and if I have my agility to that, that's ten. Well, there you go. Uh, it takes a little bit of finagling, mm-hmm. but you manage to undo the lock. I give him a little applause. And while you are doing that, you hear somebody moving around inside, and you hear, Somebody's in trouble, so I'll throw open the door and rush in. Okay. We heard you moan. Are you okay? Uh, Henry, you go in first since you're the one that broke, didn't really break the lock. You just were able to disengage it. And yeah, you go in there and the place has been, there are broken bottles. It doesn't look like a fight necessarily, but there has been some revelry going on in here. Some rowdiness afoot, you might say. Bessie and Shay, you go in past him and you see on the floor a wiry little guy bound and gagged he's got a rag stuffed in his mouth and upon closer examination he's got a very large bump on his head well that looks like it might be jasper you think we should untie him so we can tell us what happened that looks painful that lump on your head i'm gonna go see if i can find him some ice for his head i'll remove the gag so we can stop <laughs> Well, of course I'm Jasper. Who else would I be in Jasper's diner? What? What? Who are you? I mean, thanks for finding me in here. Are you? Learning citizens. We need to find the sheriff. What happened? What? You don't have an ice box. No, I don't have an ice box. What do you think this is, St. Louis? Well, I was just trying to get you something for your head. Oh, well, I need to I shout at me. I appreciate that. I'm sorry. I just, uh, it hurts. and I'm, I don't know what to do. The Fontaines were in here and. I think they're going to stir up some trouble. Did you hear what they said? Well, they weren't exactly trying to be quiet about it because I was, well, it doesn't matter now, I suppose. I've, I've been, I feel ashamed. I was helping them out a little bit, giving them a place to lay low in here. But but they're fixing to get some liquid courage in them and they're going to take out the jail. The whole jail! Just to get their concerned brother out of there. I don't care if he is innocent that's no way to handle things and i said as much and they conked me on the head and tied me up here so i wouldn't tell on them well never mind those fools i'm not gonna be somebody's whipping boy Patsy. yeah well no it's jasper but uh, but thank you thank <laughs> i might have some aspen bark in my medicine pouch would you like some of that that sometimes helps with headache just chew on it a little oh that'd be right nice of you ma'am okay here you go how long have you been letting the fontaine side out here well just since they came by i mean i was letting dell stay here once in a while he would come into town and then when he got arrested, his brother and those guys he's been hanging around and bringing with him, they needed a place to stay, and they were paying me well, so why not? They just said that the guys with the guns were kind of insurance, and I thought, well, you know, I don't know. I've been a fool. I Did just Del happened to be here about the time that Blacksmith got shot? Yes, he was. Why didn't you come forward and give him an alibi? Because he's done a lot of other stuff that isn't so nice. And because I didn't want his brother to, uh, I don't know, I, I guess I should have. I just, they don't treat me very nice. And, and it was kind of nice to have something to hold over their heads. You know, I finally had something that I could, I figured I would eventually, but things kind of got out of hand. And, well, I can well, certainly see how this town got its name. Yeah. Well, with your testimony, you could prove his innocence in this murder and the whole need for his brother and his thugs to uh, break him out of jail would be unnecessary. It might be too late for that. Well, I, don't know how long I don't know how long I've been out, but... Quick to the jail. <laughs> <laughs> and I go rushing out. All right. So you head in the direction of the jail. And when you arrive, as you're getting close, you see there is a pretty good-sized mob of people outside the jail, and they have got a couple of their horses tied to the bars. All right, get ready! It's coming down! Don't you guys know that never works? Go ahead! They spur their horses on, and it looks like it just might work here, because those bars are creaking, and there's dust coming off of the... It does not look like it's going to hold... 
I fire a shot in there and stand down. This is entirely unnecessary. Go ahead and make an appeal roll and take a bonus die because you are shooting the gun in the air, which is definitely going to cause at least some of the mob to stop in their tracks. All right. That's 11. Oh, wow. A good bunch of them stop what they're doing and Hack Fontaine, who is leading this charge. Come on, boys. Come on. We almost got it. You can't stop now. Come on. He is still spurring his horse, but he turns to you. The mob is kind of split. Now, some of them are still, we need to get him out. This has gone far enough. Gentlemen, gentlemen, we can prove that Dell is innocent of the murder with Jasper's testimony to his whereabouts. There's no need to commit crimes and possibly get yourself you don't know anything but wait wait nobody's gonna believe jasper nobody's gonna believe jasper he's been known to be a liar for years and years he'd say anything for the price of a bottle and yet he runs a successful business well he runs a business i don't know if i would call it successful and which does not cater to alcoholics well you guys don't see what he has in the back but that's not we're not we're getting past the point here a lot of these people are very drunk yeah um, at the bar yes jasper's <laughs> it's a liquid courage after knocking poor jasper out yes i see a couple of your people have had a bit to drink did you get the alcohol from jasper's no we got it from over there and they point where off in the distance is the uh huntsman saloon what difference does it make where we got it from come on we got i'm just saying if he's an alcoholic and will do anything for a drink why didn't you get the alcohol at his place? Because we were not, no, you were there earlier. Because nobody, Jess, we needed, why are you, why? We needed more people. People don't like Jasper's because the food is lousy. Look, this is enough. We, come on. One of those bars is nearly loose already. Let's go. Come on. And the horses are kind of stomping their feet nervously because they're tied to this weird thing. Who's with me? We need to get Dell out and then we will never bother you people again. Now, I'm going to have to stop the horses from pulling on those bars. You'll have to get them out in a different way. Oh, you're going to stop us, huh? Hack says. There's only three of you. There's a hell of a lot more of us. Yes, but horses are afraid of wild animals. And if a wild animal came and spooked her, they wouldn't be all pulling on the same direction on those bars anymore now, would they? You know, she's right. Hack, she does have that puma. I've never seen anybody ride a puma before. It takes skill and absolutely no fear of dying. You know, why don't you all help us get my brother out of jail and then we can go up? He is innocent and you know he's innocent. But this is not the way to do it. And we will be able to find the evidence to prove that. Why do you insist on dragging yourself and these men into crimes that they will then have to pay for. Yeah. Why why make an appeal check again? That's yeah, a 10. Okay. Yeah, why is that? How come you're dragging us into the we don't want any part of the you were all fired willing to do it a minute ago. Just because you got him drunk. Taking advantage of drunk men. Well you got Yeah, leave that to the profession. I don't trust the judge, and I especially don't trust that damn sheriff. Well, now, 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 Hat. He's earlier, a nice, he's a nice guy. What's wrong with Sheriff Rigby? Murmuring through the crowd. Now, 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 Hack. Earlier today, he would agree to leave it in Henry's hands, and Henry has been investigating, and we found out some mighty interesting things about this town and about the murder and the fact that Dell is innocent. And Henry here can prove it. He is a lawyer. A Damn good lawyer from New York City. Ain't that New right, York Henry? City? Austin, please. Get the, get the rope. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, all right. He's in Texas. All right. Well, that's different. Uh, <laughs> but you told me you were from back east. Austin, not New York. Austin yeah, big difference. Very east. Anyway, anyway, he, he's a lawyer trained, and he's won every single case that he has brought before court. And, Hack, you were just, you were so sweet earlier, and, and you did agree that it was best left in Henry's hands. Why? Yes, why, and the reason he you... did not agree, and I don't know if I made, I think I might have misspoke earlier. He is also drunk. Well, yeah. that was before. I had second thoughts. Well, and now, I... He had second scalpings. Now, why don't you just come down off that horse with me, and, and you can go and have some third thoughts. How about that? Mm, well, come on. And from inside the jail yard. Yeah, go on and have those 
third thoughts or let my shotgun speak to your second ones. Trying to take my jail apart. Why didn't you come out and try to stop him, Sheriff? We didn't know you were in there. Well, I wasn't until I heard about the combo. I was actually sleeping, Hmm. but no one needs to die here. Judge will be in tomorrow. And we'll settle this once and for all. Now, of course, all that does is get the get him. Hmm. There's nothing to settle. You know he's innocent. You know why you've got him in here. And so do we. And it's not going to fly, Sheriff. That is my business and mine alone. He's in here because he murdered our blacksmith. We've gone round and round oh. with that. Oh, and I believe there is some evidence on the body of the blacksmith that when when the judge shows up we can exhume the body and yeah. i will not allow you to desecrate a man's grave what grave what evidence could there buried him outside the blacksmith that's his grave i dug a grave and i buried him in it you just dig graves in the middle of the street and virtue well, no well, about, no behind the behind okay behind the why why wasn't it at the cemetery with the rest of the folks because i didn't want to put him on boot hill and he doesn't have any family here as far as he told me his brother was the last of his family and i thought it would be easier on everybody if we didn't have his body sitting in the blacksmith shop he deserved more than to be buried on boot hill like some criminal like those people over there and he points at the fontaine well he was shot in the back why would he be buried on boot hill because that's where we bury people unless they have families who have plots on their land or something this is not saint louis man we don't have full-on cemeteries out here no but you still have respect of the dead do you not that's why I buried him behind his shop. That's not respect. That's hiding the body. You call it what you like. I call it what I like. He loved his shop and I buried him in a place he loved. Now, why don't we just <laughs> all go back to our homes or your hotel? We'll go back, go get some sleep, sleep this off. The judge will be here. We can have this trial. And then you will see that he is innocent. He is, uh, is, is guilty as the day is long. And we can get on with this nonsense. And it'll be finished. You said innocent. Was that a slip of the tongue there, Sheriff? I don't know what you're talking about. How do you know that wasn't just the game master accidentally making a mistake? (laughs) Whatever that means. I don't know why I said that. (laughs) Anyway, everybody disperse and we'll take care of things in the morning. Go about your business. So do we stake out Sheriff or the blacksmith shop? Well, I think for this one, we might have to split up because they might try to break him out again or the sheriff might. Somebody should stay at the jail and somebody should either follow the sheriff or stake out the blacksmith shop because Mm -hmm. they could come back and try to break him out of jail again. Or the person who's really guilty could try to dispose of anybody who can tell. You you did plant the seed that there was evidence on the body, so... Someone might go looking for that. Yeah. I just wonder if the judge's life is in danger. Because if the judge don't make it, then there's no trial. And then they can break Dale out again. Yeah, there's so many different possibilities of ways that this can be disrupted. Unfortunately, I don't think we've learned from which direction the judge will be coming. So that's something we can't control at the moment. I mean, we could find that out, I'm sure. Chester would tell me we we hit it off pretty well but I think I like the idea of watching the blacksmith shop I also like the idea of following the chair and I also like the idea of following hat do we split up three ways then (laughs) I have returned we're not done planning go away again (laughs) your time to plan is at an end you just have to go with what you got okay so Who wants to follow the sheriff? Keep an eye on him. He's just going back into the yeah. jail or inside the jailhouse. Not- and we're acting like we're going away. Okay. I don't mind keeping an eye on the sheriff. Okay. You want to come with me and keep an eye on the blacksmith's body? Make sure nobody tries to get rid of that evidence? Or do you want me to go to follow Hack or something like that? And you go to the blacksmith. What do you want to do? Unless we think Hack did it. I don't see a reason no. to follow Hack. And I think we should go to the blacksmith's and... Keep an eye on the body. Make sure nobody tries to remove evidence. Yeah, we'll find some place we can hide and keep an eye. All right, so you ride out. It's The blacksmith's shop is actually kind of isolated from the rest of town, but you don't have much trouble. You've been past it before. It's kind of on the outskirts of town. Is anybody sticking around with the sheriff? Everybody's going to the blacksmith's. No. No, no I was sticking around. Oh, you're sticking. Okay. Yeah. 
Keep an eye on the sheriff. Okay, I thought I heard something. Okay. Yeah, keep an eye on the sheriff in the jail, you know, in case there's so, any. Okay, so Bessie's sticking around the sheriff, and you two are going to the blacksmith's shop. Yes. Okay. So, Bessie, it, nothing happens for quite a while because it takes a while for everybody to disperse and there's grumblings and rumblings going on but the mob has tasted reality as opposed to liquid courage and they have now realized that this was probably not the smartest venture they've ever tried to do so they all scatter to their respective homes or some go back toward the saloon but uh much more much more you know for somebody who wanted to be a writer words (laughs) fail me they're more meek than they were as they head back to the saloon and so things are quiet for quite a while. The lantern eventually goes out and you wait. Now, when you guys get to the blacksmith's shop, um, like I said, it's on the outskirts of town. It's very dark and it's not been used in quite some time. So there's everything you would expect to see in a blacksmith's shop. And you can kind of tell where he buried him because the dirt has been disturbed yeah i mean it's not but not disturbed as in somebody else has already it looks like there was just dirt put over it um, so are you just keeping watch we're finding a place so that we can kind of stake out in case anybody is coming there to dig him up or you know, looking to get rid of evidence in the area yeah okay right now it's a little dark for discovering evidence of our own unless mm-hmm. we lit lanterns and stuff and that will give no. us a break right okay Time passes. Bessie, time is passing for you as well. Now, they've got at least each other to keep themselves entertained. Are you... uh, No, I'm not going to do that to you. You're a bounty hunter. You're used to uh, watching for long periods of time. I was going to make you make a roll to see if you fell asleep, but that just seems stupid, so I'm not going to... But time goes by, and after what seems like at least an hour or two, you do see... Now, where are you hiding here? I am hiding in the door stoop of the next building over which i'm sure is a general story that's closed up for the evening all right and you eventually do see sheriff rigby riding his horse away from the jailhouse so i assume i watch him saddle up his horse and get on yeah okay yeah yeah i am going to follow him okay he's riding the horse away from town not away from town just away from the jailhouse okay make a bounty hunting roll as you're following him okay can I add my mind in with that too? Uh, yes. Okay, my mind says zero. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it twice. <laughs> okay. Ooh, I rolled a six and my boundary hundred to one, so seven. Hey. I don't believe that's a success. Well, it was an opposed roll, mm-hmm. and you oh. both rolled the same thing. So oh. ties go to the player. Hey. In my version of the rules like it he looks back toward you and for a moment you are concerned he's going to spot you but you are far enough back he's cautious but then he moves on i'm not used to not being seen i'm not sure i like this yes i'm and... sure you'll be plenty later <laughs> after a while you realize he is heading for the blacksmith shop huh would be nice if we had radio so i could warn my compatriots but that doesn't exist. I'm going to think real hard at them. He's on his way. He's on his way. Okay, so I'm assuming you're still following him. Yep. Okay. And we're going to cut to Henry and Shay. As you are hiding, you hear a couple horses approaching. No, you actually, you wouldn't hear. Because if you were loud enough for them to hear, then he would hear. Yeah, so. she's a- before the bat. Right. So you do hear a rider approaching because he's not really trying to be too quiet. It's dark. It's isolated. Mm-hmm. Oh, ready here. Get my gun out. Okay. I'm going to stay crouched down and see what's going on. Is he passing us or is he coming towards us? He looks like he is heading around to the back of the shop. Cool. And he's got a shovel slung over his saddle uh, in his rifle thingy. I forget what okay. they call those. I think we want to time this. So after he's been digging for a little bit, then we come walking up. Okay. Ah. Hey, Sheriff. What, what? you up to? What are you doing? What are you doing? I used, I told you to go home. Yes, but we knew you would be here to uh, destroy evidence of your crime. So here we are watching you attempt to eliminate evidence. I have not eliminating any evidence. I was just making sure things were still as I had left them. And the dirt seemed kind of disturbed. So I figured <laughs> I better make sure. Sorry. Wow. Sheriff, <laughs> you are a poor liar. And a very unimaginative one, too. Jesus Christ. From what I've heard of the people here, you have been a good sheriff. So perhaps you would like to explain why you had this change of heart and murdered a man. 
and are now attempting to conceal that murder. Well, I'll whatever this was going to come out eventually. If not from you, then from that damn Del Fontaine. Been threatening to what he was talking about when he said he turned the town upside down. I mean, that may not have been all he was talking about. Tell us your story, sure. We're here to listen. Write it all down forever. (laughs) (laughs) Well. Oh, wait a second. I think I hear another horse coming up. That's probably best. Let's wait for her to get here so she can hear the whole story, too. Well. Let me finish. I won't destroy anything. I just might as well have everything on the table at this point. Including your mask? What? He, he does a double take when you say that. Uh, your, your marauding mask. How in the hell? And he throws his shovel and his hands go up in frustration and he's just, Why can't I kill you people? One murder no. is one thing. You might get away with that. Four murders, that would be even too suspicious for the town people. To believe. Also, Henry's already pointing his gun at you. Believe, <laughs> and I believe uh, a wise man once said, "There are those with guns and those who dig." And you are digging. Might be better if you just shot me. You could say I tried to make a play for you. And- I think you would be better for your soul if you were to confess your sins. That's what the family priest used to always say. Well, you little lady. Actually, I don't know if she's, she's pretty tall, as I recall. Bessie the whip. Uh, yeah, I think so. So he's using it in the pejorative sense. <laughs> that works. That's just fine. <laughs> Condescending to me. You little lady are very perceptive. Damn you. I don't know how you figured it out. I thought I was being pretty careful. But yeah, I was the masked marauder. And you killed his brother? Well, I didn't know it was his brother at the time, but yeah. I was robbing a bank and got heroic. And next thing I know, he was, I, I shot him. And I was actually, somehow I'm, I made that okay in my mind because, I don't know, I was in a bad place. But eventually, one of my friends got gunned down and he was my best friend. Apostle Pa saw the light of Damascus and I saw the light on Grover's Hill. Not in some biblical miracle way, but watching Cal get killed like that by someone who might as well have been me. I uh, decided I didn't want to be a part of anything like this anymore. I just started moving on. I just kept moving. And back in those days, I I did, back in uh, Texas, I used to spend some time with the Fontaines, and we'd uh, go drinking together. Sometimes we did jobs together. When I came here, I figured that was the end of it. I figured I could just lay low and nobody'd need to know what I had done because as far as I was concerned, I was going to bury it as deep in my soul as I could. I thought the best way I could make amends for it is to just do the best good that I can. And I was doing it. I met Eleanor. and we, I, I made a life here and I managed to clean this town up pretty good. And then uh, Hank Potter rolled into town, set up his shop and he always kept looking at me funny. I didn't even know who he was because I hadn't seen him since he was a sprout when I killed his brother. But uh, I guess he was asking around town. But I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think I know what it was. And he has and always has had it. Other than just being decorative, there was no point in bringing it up. He has a little eagle pinned to his hat. And he takes that off and he shows it to you. And he says, yeah, I think he must have recognized this because uh, that was his brother's. I kept it with me as a reminder of what I had been. I didn't think I would ever run into anybody else. We are 750 miles away, but I guess he, I, I don't know, the way he had looked at me a couple of times got me to wondering, but nothing concrete. He did ask me if I had heard tell of the masked marauder, and I just told him what everybody else says around here, that there had been stories and tall tales, but I figured that was all they were. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I guess he put two and two together. He came into my office and confronted me about it and said, I know who you are. I ought to kill you myself. And at the very least, I'm going to tell the town. And I had a life here. God damn it. I made a life here. You just threw that life away. I didn't mean to kill him. We got into a scuffle and the gun went off. <sighs> so I took him over to his shop, buried him here buried the masked marauder with him and then that damn del fontaine came into town and i thought you know what this is my out 
because I can't let him telling everybody who I was. And he's sworn he's going to get me. As far as he's concerned, I turned yellow by becoming a sheriff, though. He would love nothing better than to uh, out me in front of everybody. Make me lose everything I've built. Make this town lose everything they built just because of what I used to be. It's not about what you used to be. It's about what you became again. It was an accident. Isn't that what you said about his brother? No. He was being a hero. I killed him because he, instead of doing what I had told him to do when I was trying to rob that bank, he decided to pull a gun. Well. I'm not proud of it, but that's the honest truth of it. Hank just so angry and was coming at me and I went to, I don't know, it all happened so fast. We got into scuffling and I got him in a hold. I was, I was trying to calm him down, but in doing that, the gun went off, shot him in the back. If you were struggling over the gun, how did it go off and shoot him in the back is my question. There's no way for that to happen. We weren't struggling over the gun. But you just said. No, I did not say we were struggling over the gun. I said we were scuffling. We were rolling around and I got him in a hold and the gun went off. Well, I think it's time to probably put you in that other cell you have in the jail and wait for the judge to come in. I'm kidding. I can't. All right. You know what? If it'll make it easier, we'll put these shackles on you. All right. Do what you got to do. Okay. I will shackle him on up. All right. Take his gun away from him. (laughs) (laughs) Probably a good idea. Okay. So you take him back to the jailhouse. And by this point, Chester's there after all the commotion. And he takes a look at you leading the sheriff. And oh, my goodness. What are you doing with Sheriff Rigby? You let him go right now. He has confessed to killing Hank and his brother. And I expect there may be. Some more confessions that he will make once the judge gets in. What? No, yeah, you're lying. It, no, he's not, Chester. It's all, I'm sorry. And Chester looks like he's just been gut punched. True? Yeah, no, you trusted me. The whole town trusted me. All I can say is I'm sorry. Have you thought about how this is going to affect your wife? Well, yes, I thought about how this was going to affect my wife and everybody else in the town. That's why I did not want this to come out. But this is a matter of your past catching up with you. None of us can outrun our past. Well, all I've got is the slim hope that God would grace me with a miracle. He worked out one for Dell, so maybe he's got something in his pocket for you, too. Worked out one for Dell. What do you. Uh, I don't think Dell's going to hang, do you? No, damn him, probably not. He ought to, though. Just because he didn't murder this one person, he's done plenty of bit. But then so have I. And I'm sure justice will finally catch up with him. Let's hope the next sheriff can catch him on some of these crimes. Yeah. Have you thought about what you're doing to this town? How do you mean? If I hang, this town's going to go right back to how it was before. They got old Chester here. Oh, no, no. I'm not even a deputy. I I just help him. I I, I couldn't be. I'm not good enough to be a sheriff perhaps you underestimate her abilities that's nice of you to say it better have a good man as a sheriff than one masquerading as someone i was i was not masquerading as a sheriff i was i am the sheriff of this town i brought it up to where it is now i have made mistakes i admit that but i am still there is still I've helped people. I've. How many lives do you have to, to, read? Oh, yeah. kind of sagging against the wall. That's a question for philosophers, not lawmen. And on that wonderful dramatic line, there, that is where we're going to cut to. I don't know what the next day the judge <laughs> the judge comes in. Yeah. Oh, Bess gets the old bounty on the mask marauder. <laughs> yeah, see, that's. I was going to say, on um, Chester was going to take me to look through the one posters. I was going to look for the bounty for the mask marauder, and I wanted to see if there was any bounties on Dell from a different jurisdiction that maybe we can take a to go back. All right, even or odd. Um, it worked for me last time, even. Okay. Hey, that's the Mask Marauder, and that's half. You actually do find a Mask Marauder wanted poster 
Wait, where are you looking for these? The most wanted flyers. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chester was pick one of his jobs is the bounty notices, and he agreed to, to right. let me dig through them. Right. But the Mass Marauder was in Texas. So, yeah, you see one that's made the journey over here uh, on the off chance that he might show up. I mean, I think that's how they used to do it. They couldn't exactly put out an APB. So, yeah, you. I would say, yeah, you find um, Mass Marauder and uh, they describe him wearing an elaborate mask with an M stenciled across the forehead. So you have found a wanted poster. It's dated back about 11 years. We're still going to collect on it. Yep. Anything on old Dell? Nope. Oddly enough, there is not. His time will come, Beth. We'll keep an eye out. If we find a wanted poster, we'll know exactly where to find him. Uh, I guess he can't win them all. No, but we can remember and wait. Patience, Beth. Patience. And the judge comes into town. I was going to have this big dramatic courtroom thing going, but since the sheriff confessed, there's really not much. <laughs> there's really <laughs> not much point. Henry, you do your thing uh, however you want to. Uh, and of course, when it comes out about the mass marauder, the town is flabbergasted and he nearly has to clear the courtroom. But ultimately, Jasper comes forward and, well, the judge says, I, I really wish there was some other option I had at my disposal here because it's clear that. Although he's done many bad things, that he's done a lot of good for this town. But the law is the law, and it has to apply to everyone, or it means nothing. So it is with a heavy heart that I sentence Jonathan Taylor Rigby to uh, hang by the neck until dead. And I truly mean it when I say, may God have mercy on your soul. And his wife, who's sitting in the court. This is a fucking depressing ending. What am I doing? God. You're supposed to be this pulpy western. Oh, well. Uh, you can always wire the governor and try and get a pardon. Excuse me, Judge. May I speak? Uh, and you are? I am Shay. I am one of the people who helped uncover this crime, if you want to put it that way. And I've uh, been watching these people. All right. You may speak. You may approach the court. The law is to make him do penance for his crimes, right? Yes. Well, it doesn't have to be by hanging. Well, no, that's traditionally how these things... I mean, what do you think? There's some sort of life without the possibility of parole or some nonsense like that? This is... We, you know, I when was some... thinking something like that. He has to work at Sheriff Hare for the rest of his life without salary. And if he does anything wrong, he will be hanged. Just a suggestion. <clears throat> Well, it's highly irregular. Highly irregular. Yes, but he needs to be punished for his crimes, but you also have to weigh all the good stuff he has done. Doesn't white man's law sometimes allow for people who have helped bring other criminals to justice to get a lesser sentence for helping? Yes, but when it comes to murder, that's a capital crime. He murdered Hank Potter, and according to what we've learned today, he murdered his brother as well. And extenuating circumstances, and, you know, it could have happened to any of us in a bout of anger. And he has also saved many lives by cleaning up the riffraff in this town. And you would leave his wife dishonored and disgraced in the eyes of her community. This way, they still feel shame. They still do penance, but they still help the town, too. Well, and people would think twice about crossing a sheriff who's got blood on his hands. All right. I have to fill out paperwork and send it off to get approval. I'm not actually sure how this works. I'm just winging it. But I will recommend that that be done, as you say. Because I understand, and I, I do think he's done this town a lot of good, and I do not want to see him hang the tragic death of hank potter and his brother notwithstanding and from the back you see a figure running forward you mean he's gonna get off scot-free no not after everything we did hell no and it's del fontaine and he takes a shot actually you know what we're gonna use the spot engage rules here make a 2d6 roll adding which one of us is making this roll i think you all are 2d6 plus mind Plus appropriate career minus two. Thirteen. Damn. All right. Got wow. A six and a five, and then shaman wisdom and mine. So that's two and two there. So okay. Yeah, I failed the six. I got a three. Wow. Okay. I failed so- worse than. <laughs> <Andrew>. <laughs> okay. Well, thank God she succeeded. 
So you see him coming and he has his gun. You can act before he gets a chance to, but he is tearing through. Like I said, he's, oh, he's not getting off scot-free. What the hell? So as he's running at the aisle, I casually stick out my foot and he trips and goes sprawling flat on his face. <laughs> okay. He falls on his face. The gun goes flying. And in a karmic twist, the gun does go off and it just barely misses the sheriff. Thanks to your quick action there. No judge. And- I think that was just an attack on an official of the government. I believe you're right. That was an attack. He says, and I'm not saying that right. That came off like he was having to think about it. When he says that he's, it's that whole thing like, I was thinking exactly the same thing you were. And yeah, he's, so uh, he gets a couple of the town. Chester actually is among them. They take, and now a deputy, or shall I say Sheriff Chester, because I think Mr. Rigby, for at least a probationary period, should be the deputy, and you can be the sheriff. Well, that's that's a little different. I mean, I I, I work with him anyway. Exactly. Put this man under arrest. My pleasure. And he takes Dell and puts cuffs on him, and and Mavis looks at Dell. Dell, how could you? We we have no ground to stand on this time. And, And Hack says, damn it! This isn't the end of this. This is not over. We're going to get him for this. Is, I can't believe you're uh, Why, Judge says, I believe now you're threatening an officer of the law. Why don't we put him under arrest as well, Sheriff? I have ideal. Can we stick them all into one jail cell? <laughs> and scene. And, and we end right at 8 o'clock. What are the chances? Well done. Yeah. It was so nice using white man's law against themselves for once. Though all you did was prevent a white man from paying for his crimes. Oh, yes, but no pay, having to do whatever Chester wants, and the shame of everybody in town knowing what he's done and who he really is. I think that I'll at least keep him in line for a little bit. And like I said, if he ever, ever steps slightly out of line he will have to deal with the full force of the law and Bess will get another bounty see Bess I am keeping you in the muddy (laughs) I hope you guys enjoyed that adventure it did not go at all the way that I had thought it might I mean I it wasn't exactly the root and toot and action fest I had promised but that was more because of the choices yeah yeah, we were doing the murder investigation stuff (laughs) yeah No, you gave us lots of opportunities to get into puzzles. We just talked our way out of everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I had this whole plan. If the if uh, they got the bars off the jail and they would take him off, and I thought I thought you guys would be like. In fact, I almost just started it where all right, you have dinner and you go to the hotel and you and you're when our, when our episode opens, you are sleeping. And I thought I can't do that. I feel like I'm cheating them out of the chance to really react to things. I'm not sure as an ethical game master whether that would have been a breach of my uh, I don't know that's because on on you know on in in scripted shows they do that kind of shit all the time but this is not a scripted show this is a <laughs> role playing game. Yes and you forget you have best Henry and I working together. We make a smart efficient team. Yeah. So I I hope you guys had fun. Yeah. Yes. Good. You eventually get $500. Ooh. Look, three ways. And you each get an experience point. So now you have two. And that's that's $166.66 a piece. (laughs) That'll buy a lot of booze and a lot of saloons. I still haven't spent the $150 we got from the last bill. Yeah, I don't really know how that's supposed to work. Yeah, it's set up for people who are buying ammo and stuff. Yeah. I'm just saving up to buy a peach farm. (laughs) I mean, I like how they do it in Barbarians of Lemuria, where you don't get your experience points until you tell a great tale of how you squandered your winnings from the adventure you just finished. But that doesn't really work for the Wild West. It's funny, in all these shows I've been watching, they never show what the bounty hunter does with the money they collect, because they're always drifting along with the tumble and tumbleweed, so you know they're not buying... They're not paying... They they spend it on room and board and food and... Windows and orphans. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah you know bullets gunpowder women with loose morals <laughs> yeah. exactly the floozy down at the saloon that he that makes him pay for for sex yeah, yeah exactly oh, depending on how high class you want to go that could be 50 bucks right there even in the eight or yeah. maybe 25 in the 1800 uh so what do we do with two experience points 
Um, you can turn to, I believe it's page 94 in your, uh, barbarian, in your every when core book, 94, um, I believe it's 94, wherever it's advancement is what you're looking for. And you can do any of the things I know you can get a boon for, uh, for two experience points. All right. Well, I'll look at that later. I'm going to head out. Right. Okay. Thank yep. you. Yep. All right. Back to it. And there you have it. That was Justice Part 2. Hope you enjoyed that. We enjoyed it. And we'll be bringing these characters back because they're fun and the system is fun. So be on the lookout for that. I don't know when it'll be because, frankly, it hasn't happened yet, but it will. Anyway, as we bring yet another issue of Monkeys Took My Jetpack to a close and ride off into the sunset, I just want to say thank you for listening to our little gaming podcast and remind you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You got to keep it fired up and always let it soar.